1: The Hawks get outgunned in a shootout out west. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast.
0: Let's go! Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Lays it in to Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey slurters!
1: E-Dub. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another, another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. What's going on, folks? How we doing out there in podcast land? Thank you so much for taking some time out of your schedule. To listen to what we have to say about the Atlanta Hawks, welcome in, welcome in. Listen, for those of you who stayed up and witnessed that game last night, oh, wee boy. And this is somebody who I'm going to tell you, I didn't stay up for that game, but I saw I saw the game, but I didn't stay up for the game. So, um today's pod, we're just going to kind of just briefly give some takeaways from last night's game and kind of preview the game that has upcoming. And that's probably what we're going to do for the next few podcasts, being that the games are out West. So um, I can't guarantee I'm going to stay up and watch these games, but I'm going to give you a pod after the games, right? So I'm not going to be part of no one or two o'clock in the morning, just because I can't get down like that. (laughs) It's like I got to go to work in the morning. And uh, I I like Hawks basketball, but I don't love Hawks basketball like that. So, uh, yeah. So, look for the pods to kind of be probably the day after with a kind of just a brief takeaway from the game and kind of a preview to the next game like we're going to do today. So, yeah. Again, if you stumbled onto the pod, welcome, welcome. My name is Edub, and this is where we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. You know, To all the regulars, what's up? You know what I mean? To all the newbies, what's up? Um, a big part of what we do is on the social media, so we invite you to connect with our social media. However you get down with the socials, right? So if you tweet, we're on Twitter. If you Facebook, we're on the book. If you Instagram, we're on the gram. So um, our our hook is at HawksBeat. And you just type that in and you will find us. And uh, give us a follow, give us a like, and all that jazz. And you'll be abreast as to everything that we have going on. So please do that. Also, we are on, um, or however you're listening to us, uh, a big part of, or a major way a lot of people listen is through Apple Podcasts. So um, if you're not listening there, you can catch us there. Um, Google Play, Spotify. Basically, wherever you find podcasts, you can find the Hawks Beat podcast. So, we're delighted that you're taking some time out to kick it with us and um, make sure that you subscribe to the pod and give us a five star rating. That'll really help us out. And then we'll be best of friends. (laughs) All right. So, let's get on with the get on. So, last night, the Hawks lose in a doozy, um, a double overtime shootout to the Golden State Warriors. And, again, by now, you've probably either seen the game or seen the replays. It was, in essence, the Klay Thompson game. Klay Thompson was just phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. He was phenomenal. He had one of those nights, 54 points, and it was 54 points. Like, what can you say? The boy had 54 points. And, uh, yeah, that's what it was not going to get on here and dog the Hawks and dog, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, But I will say this. I got just a few quick takeaways from last night's game. Um, Clay, of course, was the the headliner with the 54 points. Kevin Looney gets a put back, and the Hawks lose at the buzzer again within the span of the last, I don't know, was it 10 days or 14 days? (sighs) Got to get that rebound. You got to get that rebound. It was tough because they had switched and John Collins was out on the wing. And the only guys down there were Bogey, DeJounte, and like guards. But you got to box out. You got to box out. You got to get that rebound, my guy. Like you got to get the rebound. Like that's, it's the details. It's the details. But um, tough loss to the Hawks. They've now lost four in a row. And they just got to get a win. They got to get a win. And this was kind of what I was afraid of when you don't get those home wins against the Bulls and those games against the Nets. You're going out west, and this trip does not get any better. It does not get any easier. We'll talk about the game uh, that's upcoming tomorrow in just a moment. But uh, my first week, my first takeaway from last night's game was, look, this Hawks team has some fight, right? So let's start with the positive. This team has some fight, man. You look at you look at the numbers and the numbers are, are, are they look decent, you know? Everyone has decent numbers, but that of course they're gonna look like that when you play two overtimes. <laughs> you know, Trey with thirty and fourteen, DeJounte twenty five, John Collins had it going, uh big O with a double double, Dre with seventeen. Um, you had um, Bogey off the bench give you some points, twenty one points. Everybody was scoring. This was a shootout. This was a shootout. And you have to credit this Hawks team because they went down early. They went down early. They had a big third quarter, scored 40-something points, got back into the game. And uh, they showed a lot of fight in this game. They showed a lot of heart. But it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. So uh, I I think that takeaway is something that you you hang your hat on long term. Right. you want to know what kind of temperature this team has you want to know that does this team have some hoot spot right? like does this team have some some punch back to it and they do they do like it, it may not show record wise but long term you want a team that's going to fight back you want a team that's going to, if they get punched they're gonna punch back. And that hasn't always been the case with some Hawks teams that I've seen in the past. I'll just say that. So, teams got a lot of fight in them. So, that is something to uh, be excited about. Uh, Number two. And this is going to sound crazy. This is going to sound crazy, but I got to say it anyway. The Hawks need more from Trae Young. I know, I know, it's crazy. I know it. Like, what are you talking about? Who was this guy? Who was this guy? What is he talking about? The Hawks need more from Trey Young. They need more from Trey Young, man. I said it. They need more from Trey Young. And that's crazy because last night he dropped 30 and 14. But you lost. But you lost, though. You know what I mean? Like, let's focus on the last part you gave 30 and 14 but you lost though you know you the leader of this team right you the leader you getting the big money you getting big money but listen to this listen and and this is why i'm saying this for this uh, almost a third game in a row you let another star outshine you Now, I'm not saying Trey should have scored 54 points or 56 points or whatever the case may be. I'm just saying for the third game in a row, you let another star outgun you, outdo you, outshine you. Now, I know there's a lot of nuance there. I know there's a lot of things that are beyond Trey's control. There's a lot of mitigating factors. There's a lot of things that so Trey's not sticking the best guy. So why are you going down? Why are you going in on Trey? I'm not going in on Trey. I'm just saying, one of these games, if they want to get the Hawks out of the mud, Trey going to have to go nuclear. He going to have to go nuclear. And here's the thing. I know he can go nuclear. And what I mean by that, he going to have to throw up a big number. He going to have to throw up a 40 burger, a 40 and 15 night, a 40 and 20 night, something astronomical to get his team out of the mud. And that's not a big ask. It's not a big ask. You want to know why? Because everybody else doing it against the Hawks. You got to do it against somebody else. You got to do it against somebody else. Cause last night, look, Trey dropped fifty-four. You outshine, right? The game before that, LeBron came into your house on his birthday. Damn near had a forty seven point triple double. Braun had a forty seven point triple double. He he come in and that's who folks is talking about. They're not talking about number eleven. Right? So that's two games. You go to the game before that when they're playing when they're playing Brooklyn. Kevin Durant, he only had 28 points, but when the game was on the line, he hit that big bucket, right? you getting outshined by these other stars. It has to come to a point where you're the star we're talking about and not the other team's star. That's. I mean, it, it may sound crazy. Oh, man, Trey's doing it now. Okay, but y'all catching L's, though. You catching L's, though. So, I mean, if you want to argue with me, hey, hit me up on Twitter, at Hawks Beat. I'm here. I'm here. So, if you don't like it, let's discuss it. Let's discuss it, right? So, uh, yeah. Um, My last takeaway is this. The type of defense that the Hawks play doesn't support the offense that they think they have. Let me say that again because that was a mouthful. And and let me say that again, the type of defense that the Hawks play, it doesn't support the offense that they think they have. What do I mean by that? I'm glad you asked me that because I'm about to tell you, the Hawks think they can outgun teams. They think they can just outshoot teams. Like, oh, we just gonna we nobody gonna play defense, and we are gonna outgun you. We're going to hit more threes than you. We're going to hit more shots than you. That's what I mean by outgun. They ain't outgunning nobody. They not outgunning nobody. They, they, they not. They just not. That's not what. And the unfortunate thing is the Hawks think they can outgun people. That's why their defense is so lax. Their offense is average. It's a little bit better than average, but you can't outgun nobody, especially the Warriors or the Nets or anybody like that. You're not going to outgun these guys. But I think the Hawks think they can. And that's why you hear folks at the game say, we got to make more shots. No, brother, you got to play some defense. You got to play some defense because you're not going to outgun these dudes. You just not. And I'm going to tell you what, you may outgun somebody, but you're not going to outgun anybody consistently. You're not. So. Those are my three takeaways. That's all I got. That's all I got for for the for the Warriors game. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. On the other side, we're gonna look at the Kings. I'm gonna put a bow on it. I'm gonna let you go. All right. So listen to the Hawks Beat podcast. It's your man Edub. Stick around. We'll be right back.
0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: All right, folks. Um, Hawks Beat Podcast. is your man, e Talking a little Hawks basketball. Just wrapped up the takeaways for the Hawks and the Warriors game. Uh, a splendid double OT game. Once the Hawks showed a lot of fight, but came up a little short. Um, next up, they play the Sacramento Kings, the Kevin Herder led Sacramento Kings. <laughs> Kev's having a great year, man. I'm I'm so excited for my guy, man. Having a great year. Um, so yeah, let, let's just real quick just look at the standings before we um, breeze over the the Sacramento game. Hawks are currently 17 and 20. For those keeping track at home, that is 17 what losses? I mean, 17 wins and 20 losses they are currently ninth in the east right next to washington right below the new york Knicks. so they got to get off this snide man they got to get off this snide uh they have lost four in a row and uh they got to get a win man they got to get a win so um like i mentioned next up is the sacramento kings um i don't know the availability of clint capella yet i'm not sure but it's to a point now where you got to stop waiting for Clint. It's to a point now where you got to be like, look, man, we just got to go out there and take care of business. We can't rely on the fact that we're missing a great rebounder and a good defensive guy who covers a lot of our defensive mistakes. Sacramento Kings are number five in the West. They're number five in the West. They're 19 and six. They're playing good basketball. This team is 11-7 and seven at home, and they going to be ready. So what the Hawks got to do to win this game? I'm glad you asked me. Number 11 going to have to put up a big number. He going to have to put up a big number, man. Like, yes, you're going to need contributions from everybody. I know that. I know that. I know that. I promise I know that. But number 11 going to have to put up a big number. He going to have to do it. He going to have to give you at least 35-40 and 40 to get this dug. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. Is it fair? No, but, I mean, that that's what I think is going to have to happen for them to get out this losing streak. Something miraculous is, well, not even miraculous. He's going to have to just go superhuman, you know. <laughs> um, the last time the Hawks played the Kings uh, at home, the Kings lost. I mean, the Hawks beat them. So, the Kings, teams don't be forgetting. They don't forget nothing like that. So, they're going to have that get back in their mouth right they're gonna have that get back and that salty taste like okay we remember what happened when we went down to atlanta now they're in our place and they're gonna be ready to roll they're gonna be ready to roll they're gonna be ready to, be ready to rock man so um again um, i don't know the status of clint but big's got to step up john has been playing really good in his absence or has been playing decent but congo's got to go to another level I'm sorry. Like, he's going to have to go to another level. And I like what I see out of him defensively. He's going to have to cut down on the fouls. He's going to have to cut down on the fouls. And I don't. The fouls might like the fouls. I I like Okongwu because I like his aggression. And he's the one guy in the Hawks that has that aggression. And I think that's what they need. But he just has to learn how to channel it better. He's got to learn how to channel it and stay out of foul trouble. Because if you if you sitting on the on the floor, you know what I'm saying? Because you got you got fouls, you in foul trouble, you ain't no good to the team. You know? And then you're already shorthanded, then you really don't want Frank Kaminsky out there. Like that's the goal. The goal is to not have Frank Kaminsky out there getting minutes. <laughs> so uh you need big O to step up. Johnson playing really Well at the 5 position but when John plays the 5 he gives up a lot of size and uh things when it comes down to uh like defense but we're going to see man take on the kings tomorrow i think that tip is at like 10 or 10:30 so uh yeah if you can stay up and make it you know more power to you but i'm going to let you know i'm not staying up Y'all know I work in the school system They got to be work at 7 o'clock My baby's gonna be ready for me at 7 o'clock So I gotta get some sleep But I will do the pod the day after And if that's an inconvenience I apologize I I appreciate you guys for checking out the pod Even though it is uh, a little bit later than usual I know you guys are used to the pods After uh, the game But on the west coast It's just not feasible It's just not feasible But we are going to put a bow on this podcast We're going to wrap it up We're going to put it in a pretty little package for you And uh, I think that's it man So again happy new year to all you guys Happy Kwanzaa You know what I'm saying Are we still celebrating that I don't know But uh, like we always say God is good all the time and all time God is good So if you don't know him You need to find him and show him some love Because that is all he is showing you L O B E love We out Peace Dad I